Hey guys, I have got Scott Clark on here, and Scott's been on the regular episode before. He's got his Halloween special. Yeah, was it? It was a Halloween special. And when we talked to you the last time, you didn't have your first episode of the podcast out. It's called It's Going to Get Weird. Uh, you do that with uh, Frank Green. And tell me a little bit about uh, how it's going now that you got the podcast out, how many episodes you guys have out, and, and uh, overall, what's your feel of, of being a podcaster now? Well, I tell you, if you had listened, if you listened to the last episode, I'm not going to blame uh, Gary or Nancy. Uh, I actually know it's Jerry and Tracy, but I like to call people <laughs> by the wrong name. Um, if I had known how bad my microphone sounded that time, I would have bought this good system <laughs> uh, a little bit uh, sooner. But it's going to get weird is the name of the podcast. Frank Green, Scott Clark. I always say he's zooming from Parts Unknown. I'm zooming from the Murder Nap Studios. Don't ask why it's called that. If you want to get us uh, on any platform, it's going to get weird. 369 at gmail.com. At Get Weird PC on Twitter, we're available on. Name it, you know. If you if you're doing a podcast, you make sure you get on every platform. So I don't care if you're on yep. Instagram, Face Smash, Insta Face <laughs> Smash, whatever it is. If Google, there's there's things actually when you look up stats for your own podcast, I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> and so I see the I see the episode, I see the things growing. But Frank and I do this more as it's therapy. You know, I'm talking to one of my closest friends in the world, the funniest guy I know. We write comedy together. Uh, so to have a, a podcast like that where you get to go once a week, talk to your best friend and laugh your ass off. It's amazing. And uh, it's gone pretty well. I tell everyone that most people say don't listen to somebody's first podcast. Bullshit. We did 26 episodes. We never even published before we did our first episode to make sure we had this shit down. And we're actually going to publish that when I'm on vacation, but go back, listen to the first episode. It's going to get weird. Every platform. There's a national touring comedian named Steve Campbell that has stories that will blow your mind. And I think every guest that we have, I don't know, Frank and I feel like it gets better every time, but we also don't want to piss off the guests that we had before. I mean, I've had, uh, NFL quarterback Stefan LaFours, that national touring uh, comedian Steve Cantwell. We had Brant Tobler. I've had Paul Rogers from the University of Louisville. As you see my hat, because you're living in Tennessee now, right? Yeah, absolutely not. Where are you living now? Lexington, Kentucky, obviously. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, God, then I'm definitely <laughs> glad I wore the Louisville hat. Yeah, we have Paul Rogers. And Paul Rogers uh, answered a question about cocaine. It's hilarious. We had Tony Venetti. I mean, we have people from Louisville. We also have national touring people. Uh, we just did a podcast with the Rushmore podcast uh, out of uh, Mississippi, but they have a lot of very famous guests on there. Uh, we did a, a podcast baby. It was a swap cast. So we had them on while we were doing our podcast. They're going to publish theirs tomorrow, I think, which will be uh, Thursday. The It'll be Thurby. Huh? Come on. Come on, Jerry. It's Derby time. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I refuse to acknowledge Thurby. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I feel the same way, but it, I don't even every, I actually went to one of my customers today and he went, Hey, what day is Derby? And I was like, uh, Saturday. He was like, you mean next Saturday? I was like, no, Saturday. <laughs> Thurby is tomorrow. Then you have the Oaks on Friday. And then Saturday is he's like, so the Derby's this week? And I was like, 
Yes. And this is why you're no longer my customer. <laughs> but, you know, I could see how it's gotten away from people this year because it doesn't seem yeah. like Derby Week. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It didn't feel like Thunder Week. I mean, my cousin comes in town for Thurby or Thurby. My cousin comes in town for Thunder every year. It didn't feel like it. You know, we I watched fireworks on a TV. Just so silly. Still got drunk as hell, but that's all right. All right, man. I, I you know Jerry and Tracy, and I I just want to call out Tracy real quick. Tracy, get your ass out of here, man. What you doing downstairs? Man. Come on and be on the podcast with me. <laughs> I heard you talk shit about me. Last time I was on the podcast and you aren't even here. So come on, Tracy. <laughs> come on, Nancy. Hey, it's, it's in case people don't know, uh, you, you were a DJ for radio DJ for in, in Louisville hey, whoa, for a long whoa, time. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> DJs do weddings. I was an on-air personality. I'm sorry. I Huge forgot. Huge difference. <laughs> no, it's fine. Yes. I was on the radio for a long time. I do comedy. I've been a musician. I've been, I like to, you know what I like to say? I'm an entertainer. Yeah, you have. A it sounds of, just as douchey as anything else, but I'm an entertainer. You have, uh, like Tony Vanetti, you wear a lot of different hats. So, no, Tony wears one hat, <laughs> and I usually have to put the hat on him because he's like, "Where's my hat? Where's my pants?" And Tony will agree with that 100. percent If you go back and listen to "It's Gonna Get Weird," <laughs> available on every platform, the Tony Vanetti episode starts out with "Fuck you, man." That sounds so right. Really, that sounds, that right. sounds about right. All right. So we're here to talk about hillbilly horror stories. Sure. All right. <laughs> so I've got three stories. I got two short ones and one little bit longer one that I got from my sister tonight that I'd forgotten about. And it's going to be the best one. And that in the radio business is what you call a tease. Absolutely. So here's something super weird. And I'm going aliens. Now, I would like to have Frank on the podcast with us, but he doesn't believe in conspiracy theories aliens or ghosts so he can go himself yeah how lame come on come on well, you know i say we i said it on the last one if you don't see one and you haven't experienced something like that then maybe you don't believe in it and that's fine everybody can believe though you can believe in god allah jesus uh jose a guy that found plates in pennsylvania and went to utah whatever you want to do believe in what you want but here's what happened to me I'm playing at some weird place in Bardstown, and it's when after after whatever Will and I joined 99 MPH, we're playing at some weird place in Bardstown, and I thought Bardstown was somewhere close to Hodgenville, where my dad lived at the time. So I'm driving from there in my girlfriend's car, Denise, I'm not going to say her last name, but we're driving down. She's puking out the window, and I'm just trying to smack myself, stay awake, and I'm driving down, and... I had to be pretty close to Hodgenville. So it was somewhere between Hodgenville. And if you want to look this up on a map, a map, bars down Hodgenville, I'm somewhere in the middle. That's when she starts puking. So I'm about three quarters of the way through. And the biggest, brightest light I've ever seen. More than, hey, shut up, dog. I'm doing a podcast. Get your ass out of here. Um, I see the biggest, brightest light. It's like, uh, if you ever see, what's the name of that movie? Um not that 70s show, the movie with when they go to the moon tower. Matthew McConaughey's in it. Uh, Days oh, Confused. Yes. I'd sure be a whole lot cooler if you did. Uh, so this was the brightest light I've ever seen in my life. And I, I, I'm i a celestial guy. I do. Uh, I look at the moon. I've got a telescope. I dig that stuff. This was not the moon. 
And this was not the sun. And this was not somebody's football field light. It was the brightest thing I'd ever seen in my life. And it just appeared out of nowhere. And I started looking while my girlfriend at the time is puking out the window, looking up going, this isn't right. And I started looking for a structure thinking it's some sort of moon tower or a lighthouse or I in the middle, if anyone knows between Bardstown and Hodgenville, there ain't shit. And this light looked, it looked brighter than the moon, less than the sun. And I kept looking. And to this day, I have no idea what it was. No idea. And I, you know, people say they see, I see a lot of videos that you see on TV or on different documentaries and people see things that might not be like you can explain away, but you can see that they want it to be something real. Right. This was something that made me go, what is that? That is not natural. And there's nobody here to see it. And no one's ever going to understand what I just saw, but it was just a, it looked like a moon that was 50 feet away. And then out of nowhere, it just turned off. So believe me, if you want to, I don't care. I saw it. And it's the other thing. I don't care. You you may not believe it. You may not, you know, anybody that listens to this kind of podcast or that, you know, like Frank, that doesn't believe in a podcast or believe in a uh, ghost story. They've never seen one. They've never had that experience. That's fine. Some people don't believe in God. Some people don't believe in Gene Simmons. Oh, that's blasphemy. It is one. He's the God of thunder. I named my <laughs> dog after him. And my, my dog's name is uh zeus got a thunder <laughs> so the other one i was going to talk about i don't know when my phone is going off that's frank okay what time do you want to do the pod tomorrow i'm on one right now i'll talk to him in a minute i'm gonna turn my phone off i'm so sorry about that folks that is terrible so the other one i was going to tell you about the quick one so if you've been following me on uh facebook uh, you can find me at Scott Clark Lowell. It's really e- easy uh, on Twitter. It's at fake Scott Clark. Cause I thought that would give me some am- an- anonymity. No, it did not. Same thing on Instagram podcast is it's going to get weird on all platforms. So I've been going up to the farm a lot lately. We uh, during COVID. We did 26 weeks in a row at the farm. Now this is not my farm. It's my in-laws farm. And I knew my grandfather-in-law, very lovely man, uh, taught me a lot. I got a, I got a few years with him before he passed away, but he had a stroke there, but died in the hospital. His wife had cancer and died in the hospital. His father had something else and died in the hospital, but they're there. I'm going to tell you two reasons why I know that. Because the barns and that we got, it's a farmhouse. It's 180 acres, but there's a farmhouse right in the middle of all this. And there's a barn, not a barn. They're more like garages. One goes right against the other house. One goes down the other way. That's where we keep the tractors. But I do a lot of work out there. And my father-in-law likes to just put tools everywhere. (laughs) Not back where they're supposed to go, which drives me insane. But sometimes I'll go, I'll ask my uh, late grandfather-in-law, Pop, help me out. Just, t- just tell me where this is. Tom's put it somewhere. And it, out of nowhere, it'll come in my brain and I'll walk right around the corner and there the, the tool is that I need. Nice. But then a couple, we were there, like I said, 26 weeks in a row during COVID. 
I was up there making spaghetti one night. Uh, we have the farmhouse, but we live in the RV. We stay in our, we have my RV is up there too. But we don't want the RV to get hot. We don't want to use the gas. We just go in the house and use the electric stove. When we're doing stuff like that, spaghetti or baking something. So I'm up there cooking one night, spaghetti. I know ex exactly where it was or what it was. Uh, and I'm kind of just sitting there cooking the spaghetti. And out of my, I'm out of my right ear, I hear, oh, it was like this weird moan. And I thought my mother-in-law was in the shower and fell or something happened, but it definitely sounded like my mother-in-law, an older woman. And keep in mind, that's her mom's house. But I hear, oh, and so I just stop everything I'm doing. I run to where I heard it from the right. I ran in the first door to the bathroom, nobody there. Ran into the other bathroom, nobody there. Ran into the other bedroom, nobody there. Ran upstairs, nobody there. And then I ran out to the RV and they're all sitting there going, what's wrong? And I just shut the door. I, I didn't have the heart to tell them that I just heard someone moan and scream like they needed help. And I took off running to help that person who it was. And then of course I go out and there's one, two, three, both my dogs, everything was fine, but it was so weird. But I audibly heard that, that someone was screaming. Like I just, Oh, it freaked me out. So I try to go help this person who I thought was my mother-in-law at the time. And it didn't sound like my wife, but I went running to whoever it was. And there was nobody there. And I went in the RV and confirmed there was nobody there. And I've told my wife this story and I've said this to a few people and my wife kind of, she doesn't roll her eyes at me, but I mean, all of her, especially your wife, Nancy, I'm just kidding. I know it's Tracy. <laughs> they all roll their eye. And I asked my wife, I was like, you believe that, right? She goes, I believe that you believe it. That's the, that's the perfect response. Part of me pisses me off, but part of me is like, okay. I mean, I got, I guess I'll take that. I believe that you believe it. Now, listen, I'd had some beers that night. Cheers. Hillbilly horror stories. Is it possible that hee haw was on in the background? Cause that's what it sounded like that bloom despair. Agony agony on me. On me. Oh! <laughs> that's so funny that you mentioned that because when we're at the RV, we watched that because it comes on like, I don't know, Big 58 or yeah. We TV or some weird <laughs> shit that you get out, of in, out in the country. We watch Hee Haw all the time and it cracks me up. I love it when, uh, when ding and the guy comes up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's sure. They go out to the court. Well, Grandpa, I thought you were having Salisbury steak tonight. Well, it's, we're going to have some steak. That's for damn sure. I don't know if his name is Salisbury. I just made that up. I hope that was good. So anyway, I heard that. Um, well, I've got you on and I'm with you. I like to ask anybody that's on our show, it's going to get weird, available on all platforms. What's something recently that made you laugh? That made you just go, you're not going to believe this. And you just started laughing your ass off and you can keep it in your brain. Oh, man. I see something every day that makes me laugh. It's, I'm trying to think of something that's just that's just stand out above all. Um, it wouldn't recently. That's okay. But but, but it's, it's just one of those things I'll never forget. So I used to work in Rent-to-Own in the Virgin Islands. I had a place in St. Thomas. The, the location we had was at the top of a hill. And I mean a nice 
hill. When you walked up it, you knew it. <laughs> Your legs knew it. We charged for delivery. There was no free delivery there. And this nope. woman got a mattress and box spring. And she attempted, and I had this on video somewhere. She attempted to, she brought a regular grocery cart up to the top of this hill and tried to put a full size mattress and box spring into a regular size grocery cart. <laughs> and we all just basically stood around and filmed this ordeal. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Was she an indigenous person who had never seen a tape measure? She I mean, had, even a twin she, bed ain't fitting in a grocery There cart. is no possible way that she should have thought that this <laughs> would not have went in this thing. But we watched and watched and eventually felt so sorry for him that one of the guys just said, I'll take it home for you. So <laughs> we just did it. But it, that was one of the funniest things that I have ever seen in my entire life in person. <laughs> hey, Pedro, put this on your back, man. <laughs> I've been to the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. Very lovely. All right. So I was uh, talking to my sister, Lee Ray, who we talked about on the podcast, on your podcast, Hillbilly Horror Story. Horror. I always have horror. Horror. <laughs> I always run it together so people might get confused as to what type of show we're running. So I always say Hillbilly Horror Stories. <laughs> Look, wait a minute. That's, you're probably looking up the wrong, the, the wrong show. Perfect. With Gary and Nancy. I'm just kidding. Jerry and Tracy <laughs> Polly. I'm just kidding. Uh, so I was talking to my sister tonight and we just, in my, and I've had this rule since COVID. I don't know about you. Don't text me. Don't call me. I want to FaceTime you. If I'm not allowed to see you for a year, I want to FaceTime you. And what's the deal? I don't care if you got makeup on. I don't care if your hair looks like shit. I don't care what. I want to see your face and I want to talk to you just like we're talking right now. I love this. I like seeing people's faces. I like doing this. And I think that might be one of the saving graces that I've done during COVID. But let me tell you the story about 1417 Stonewall Way. Nice. That's a little. Uh, you ever been to Joe's Older Than Dirt here in uh, Linden, Louisville, yep. Kentucky? Down the street, there's this weird little uh, subdivision with a bunch of old 50s uh, uh, fences. You'll know it's it's, it's basically between Joe's World and Dirt and, um, uh, shit, our place. Okay. You know where I'm talking about, yes. don't you? Our You're place from has here. got the volleyball courts and all yeah. that stuff. So it's all on your right between there. And my brother-in-law used to live there, and that's where my sister went and moved there. And um he, my brother-in-law was never a guy that believed in ghosts. My father did. My sister had never seen one, never had any issues with it. But after she had lived there, she moved in with him in sin. That's okay. It happens. We're from Kentucky. At least they weren't brother and sister. <laughs> um, they were living together and she was in the shower one day and she came out and it smelled like pipe smoke. And I know everybody on every ghost show says that shit. <laughs> My sister doesn't say that kind of stuff. So she went up to our place, or and I'm sorry, I think she did go to our place. She went up there and talked to Stan, my brother-in-law, and she was like, did somebody come out of the house and smell pipe smoke? And he's like, gave that look when somebody goes, oh my God, you smelt it too? <laughs> and he would say, every now and then I smell pipe smoke. And they put, no, I've never smoked a pipe in that house. No one ever has. So then one day, She's doing the same thing. She's showering. She got off work. She's going to go meet him. They're going to have a drink, have some good times, 
go back and have dinner. And she has this envelope, and they're cheap as shit. So they're trying to steam a stamp off an envelope and put it on the sink while she showers to save it back then to save this 22 cent stamp. So my sister showers, gets out of the shower, and the envelope itself is now on the toilet, and the stamp is sitting on the other side of the sink upside down perfectly. And she walks outside, and guess what she smells? Pipe smoke. Yeah. So she starts thinking some shit's going on. I start thinking some shit's going on. It got to the point where, and here's my derby story for this episode, which is actually being recorded derby week. I, I stopped going inside to piss. I would piss in their yard. I didn't want to go unless I had to take a deuce. I wouldn't go inside because that dude's going to come out and say something to me. And I didn't want it to happen. I'd heard these stories. I'd had my own experiences. And so I literally would not go inside unless my sister came inside with me. That's why I brought up the story and wrote all these notes down on this weird piece of cardboard paper. But so the better part of the story is she puts some cl- uh, puts. I mean, this is in the uh, early night or late nineties, two thousands. And again, I told you my family's cheap. So they would put anything on a clothesline if they could, why dry it? Why spend the money? So she put a bunch on the, and there was one that she had and she lost it. And she looked all over the ground everywhere, couldn't find it, and said something to her um, uh, brother-in-law, Stan, I can't find this clothespin. And she goes to bed that night, wakes up in the morning, the clothespin sitting next to her. Same house, same place, same everything. This all happened. Now, here's the weirdest part of this whole thing. Actually, I get the ending's going to be even better. And that's another tease in radio. It's going to get weird as a podcast. Scott Clark, Frank Green, I want to thank Gary and Nancy for letting us be on Hillbilly Horror Stories. I'm just kidding. It's Jerry and Tracy. But so my father, whose ashes are right over there, by the way, my father and I sitting there on, we had to alternate Christmases. You know, we have one Christmas Eve with your mom, one Christmas Eve with your dad. The next year they switch up. So you get Christmas day, you go back and forth. So I'm sitting there with Chris on Christmas Eve. And my dad starts telling a story about when he was staying there that he could see a guy down the hallway when he was on the couch, no one was there but him, but he's looking down. And this is an old, this is one of those old um, prefab houses I mean, they're damn near like might as well be mobile homes, but they're on a concrete slab. And he's and when he started saying, I saw this guy and I said, stop. And I finished his story and I was like, in my mind's eye, I had never seen I've never seen this ghost. But in my mind's eye, I knew this whole story. I was like, you look down the hallway. You saw him looking at a, a mirror. He was combing his hair. He was wearing a gray suit with a black tie. And he was combing his hair. And he was doing this and he looked at you and you said, and he goes, don't you come out of there, motherfucker. <laughs> and my dad was like, that is exactly what happened. And I was like, and then he disappeared. He faded away and you never saw him again. He goes, that's exactly what happened. And Libre goes, my sister Libre goes, how did that happen? I was like, I don't know. He started telling that story. I heard it in my brain and I just repeated what I saw. And I don't ever want to see you. And my sister finally went and looked it all up. And yes, there was a guy named Luke that passed away in that house. 
before my brother-in-law bought that house and he bought it in the like i don't know mid 80s and everyone we told these stories to never believed it ever stan did my brother-in-law my sister did my dad did for damn sure i did I wouldn't even go in the house to piss unless somebody came in with me. There's times that I was standing there. I don't know. I'm not saying what I was doing with my fingers or not, but I would, my sister would come in and I would see something shoot out of the side of my, and I didn't even want to look. I knew who it was. And she had already researched it, found out his actual first and last name, his birth and death date. They pulled his body out of that house and he's in my uh, they're actually their master. He can't even say master anymore. Their main bedroom. That's where he was. And that's what my father saw. And that's what I saw in my mind's eye. And it blew my mind. And then everyone doesn't believe us. So my brother-in-law leaves, moves, and they went to their new house. They've been there 20 something years now. And his old neighbor who was an EMT. I mean, that dude has seen some shit. <laughs> we are and to this day i'm friends with him his ex-wife their son we all know each other but it couldn't have been three weeks after my brother-in-law stan had moved out he went to his kitchen window which looks into the main bedroom of my uh, sister and brother-in-law's house and he's just it's like that scene from ghostbusters when dan Aykroyd has a cigarette that just kind of hangs off his <laughs> lip because he sees the fucking ghost he's like oh it's good because like Okay, I believe you now. He's like, why? He goes, because he was just staring out the window at me. Oh, man. And he's like, how do you know? And he goes, because the house isn't sold yet. There's nobody in there. And this is some dude combing his hair, wearing a gray suit, looks about 70 years old, staring me in the eyes right now on the phone. (laughs) And he was like, I told you, man. Man. There it is. Good stories. Is that good? I thought it was good. Had a little twists and turns. I thought I ended it well. I mean, I thought the dismount was good. I think I should get at least an 8.9. I'll give you an 8.9. I won't give you a 6.9, but I'll give you an 8.9. Six nines are hard to come by, buddy. They are. Trust me. They I'm are. married. Anyways, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get weird as the podcast. Jerry, thank you so much for having us. Do you have any, any stories you can tell me? Like, what's the most recent paranormal thing that happened to you? Oh, uh, I haven't had the probably the most recent paranormal thing that happened was uh, August of 19, 2019, when we spent the night at the Sally house up in uh, Kansas. I know the one you're talking about. I know so, the one you're talking about. So it, it was just a weird situation where one of the people, there was 12 of us. Uh, sound like I'm getting ready to go into uh, what was that show? It used to be on on uh, MTV where they threw everybody in the same house. The real world. Yeah, the real world. Twelve there strangers. Was, <laughs> there was twelve of us spending the night. I think it was actually it wasn't. There was uh, there was eight of us spending the night, and then they were told us we couldn't sleep in the beds. They were for for show only. So we all. The had, Sally House is the one with the doll. Am I correct? Uh, they do have some dolls and stuff. Yes. It's uh, uh, it was a real, it was really on the movie or a TV show sightings that used to be on Fox and a guy got scratched alive on camera. They could see that. And that was like a, a big deal back in the eighties. But uh, we were in bed in one of the rooms upstairs and s- somebody came in in the middle of the night and just started undressing in front of the, in front of me. 
it was completely dark, so I couldn't tell. And there was only three women in the house. One of them was the director of tourism for Atchison, Kansas, that set it up. One of them was my stepdaughter. And the other one was uh, <laughs> was a young lady named Cammie. That we all my jokes out on this one. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, they get undressed, climbs into bed, and it's so dark. There's just a little bit of moonlight coming out. I could see a silhouette, so I could see long hair. All three women had long hair, so that didn't benefit me any. And uh, that's all I could tell, but I could see you getting undressed. Couldn't see anything physically. I could just see you physically pulling off a hoodie or whatever, climbing up into the bed. And then the next morning we wake up and I look over and I still can't tell who it is because hair is all in her face and all this. Well, she wakes up. It's the young lady named Cammie Parker. She wakes up and she looks at me and I'm looking straight in her face. She could tell that oh my God, uh, I've done something I probably shouldn't have done. And then it re she realizes she doesn't have any clothes on. And I see her do this little look to the left and look to the right and holding up the the, the sheet. And I just kind of point to the bottom of the bed because that's where she had disrobed. And so I did the, the, the gentlemanly thing and I rolled over and let her get up and get her clothes on. And she came back and apologized. And she's like, I don't know what happened. She said, uh, I said, well, I know what happened. I said, you came and used the restroom. That was the only light that was on upstairs. And I said, you turned the light off and then you came in and got into bed. And she said, I'm confused. Cause she said, I, I wasn't drinking. I live in a, I've been using the bathroom downstairs all night. There was That's no, need for, me to, no okay. need for me to come upstairs. And she said, no. And the third thing is I live in a one story house. So I never have to go upstairs for anything. So for me to just, and she doesn't remember any of it. And so then we start talking to Maria, who's the director of tourism. She said the last couple of people had stayed in the house had had stories about going into trances and doing things that they didn't know. So paranormal wise, that's a little on the on the edge. But I would say since she didn't remember and there's verification that two or three people before that had the same incident, I would say that's probably the last thing that's happened to me paranormal wise. Well, before we go, I got to at least say this. I feel like I'm taking over the podcast. Before we go, it's going to get weird. <laughs> 369gmail.com. I can't help myself. I'm so used to doing it on this side. And I don't get to be on other podcasts. So I love when you ask me to be on your podcast. Thank you. Again, Hillbilly Horror Stories with Jerry and Tracy Potty. Wait a minute, I wait a minute. So did I ask you to be on the podcast? Or did I put out something and you say, hey, I'm I'll be on it. <laughs> Well played, sir. Well played. Fair <laughs> enough. That is absolutely fair enough. Um, I The only thing that I can think about that, that I can make it weird and make it funny to end my segment on the show is, so you're telling me somebody came into your room, disrobed in the middle of the night, and we're both married men and we love our wives, and I'm just joking, but so somebody came in your room, got naked, disrobed, and you turned over in the morning and said, it's okay. Well, it's still the most action I've had in about three years. So it's derby season, y'all. Thank you so much, man. I had a great time. I appreciate it, buddy. Anytime, man. And I'll put, I'll put this out on our podcast. Uh, please put it on your podcast, Jerry. I don't. I'm getting ready to do the same thing. Jerry, Polly, Nancy, Polly, <laughs> Tracy, Gary, the Pollys, Hillbilly Horror Stories. It's gonna get weird. I'm Scott Clark. I'm representing Frank Green, so I'm trying not to be a dick. Thank you all for having me. I, I can't tell you how much fun. And call me anytime if you just need somebody. All right, brother.